you get people hyped for Margaritaville night? Well, that's a that's good question. That's very easy, Ed. It's not that hard, but we have to ask the question in part two of covering the Commonwealth. Yep, we're copying this idea. Covering the Commonwealth, a look at the locally interesting teams and stories from the experts who cover them. Let's start with the Lynchburg Hillcats. Andre Vial filling in for Jason Prill today in the fast lane because he is emceeing Margaritaville night this coming Saturday in the middle of the upcoming homestand between the Fayetteville Woodpeckers and the Lynchburg Hillcats. Andre, a pleasure to have you step into the fast lane. The million dollar question is not actually how do you get people hyped up for that night, it's how do you maintain the most fresh, awesome playlist while, of course, interjecting favorites that uh, have been noted for the Hillcats game experience, particularly when the opposing team comes up to bat. Yeah, of course. There is a fine balance that we have all studied. Uh, We know our sound system down and back. And with Margaritaville coming up, we're obviously going to play the classics. But we got to get in the head of our opposing team uh, this week being Fayetteville. Um, And so we we have our classic uh, playlist of opposing walk-up songs that uh, we love playing, have some fun, hopefully get in the heads a little bit. But we'll have the good mix of the stadium tunes as well. But obviously with it being uh, Margaritaville night and Margarita uh, Beach weekend, we're going to have some classics. Uh, Yeah. Have some fun time. And speaking of fun music and classics, it actually begins that side of things Thursday night because Day of the Dead game highlight night. Grateful Dead music. Do you have like two separate playlists? One for like the Hillcats and the in-between innings where it's exciting and then a separate more mellow version when the opposing team is getting ready to bat. Yeah, so with our whole sound computer, sound system setup, we can have I, I want to say unlimited different playlists, different song banks that we have. So we have one for uh, the Hillcats walk-up music, one for the opposing team walk-ups, all of the different sound bites that you may hear in between pitches, uh, in between batters, and then we have our different playlists. Uh, so we have our classic stadium music, rock, pop, uh, and then we create um, those specific game day, uh, game theme ones. So we'll be coming up with uh, Grateful Dead for this Thursday and then Margaritaville uh, for this Saturday. Andre Vial, Lynchburg Hillcats with us in the fast lane. And of course, the Hillcats taking two out of three this past weekend, bringing some positive momentum has to help things as well. Andre, thank you for your time today in the fast lane. Looking forward to uh, hearing what spells you put on the opposing team this coming weekend. For sure. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Andre Vial with us in the fast lane. By the way, InsaneRadioDeals.com to get your general admission or reserved tickets with a $10 food voucher to any Lynchburg Hillcats game remaining on the schedule based on availability. Now to NASCAR. At New Hampshire today. Martin Truex Jr., a dominating performance en route to the victory, held off a couple of late race cautions, but still had such a dominant car that he was able to scoot by in spite of those challenges. Coming to us from New Hampshire infield is Steven Stump of FrenchStretch.com. Steven, a pleasure to speak with you. Did Martin Truex Jr. solidify himself as one of those drivers that has to be discussed as a legitimate threat to be there at Phoenix and given a victory on a track similar to Phoenix, New Hampshire, a threat to win his second championship in November? I think absolutely. Like you said, a lot of similarities between this and Phoenix. Truex is now back as the regular season points leader. He racked up the maximum seven uh, playoff points. 
And I mean, this is this is this is definitely a special win for the 19 team in Truex, especially since you know, sort of being to the Northeast, this is a place he's come to a lot. But prior to today, he had led 916 laps at New Hampshire in the Cup Series without a win, more than three full races. Um, it wasn't over till it's over, but they would not be denied today. They led 254 of the 301. It's it's probably this is it's been a couple at least a year or two since we've seen a car that dominant over everyone else at a, at a race. <laughs> is it ironically the last time this happened that win for Martin Truex Jr. where he infamously said crossing the finish line? Well, that's an a whooping, boys. That's that's uh, I didn't know if I could say it, but that's exactly what I was thinking. That's what they did to the field today. It was. It was quite appropriate. Um, Other takeaways. Toyota. Is it Toyota versus Chevy? Or are we zeroing in on this being maybe Toyota? Because you could put the the 2311 cars in there, at least at times Reddick and at least times Wallace, against Chevrolet um, and most notably, obviously, Hendrick Motorsports. I still think it's a battle between Chevrolet and Toyota, but I think this summer it's been advantage Toyota. Truex has gone on a tear ever since he won Dover. Hamlin's been right up there, too. Um, Reddick, Reddick had the speed, just hasn't had the finishes really till today. And while Byron did win at Atlanta, it seems like Hendrick's kind of slumping a little bit. They they aren't d- dominating races like they did at the start of the year. But again, like it's still there's still six races left in the regular season. There's still 16 races left the entire year. And with how good they were, they're not someone to count out. But yes, I do think at the moment it's definitely... Uh, Chevy versus Toyota at the top spot. It sure seems that way. And at the top, Stephen Stump of all the insight at frontstretch.com. Stephen, thank you for your time today in the fast lane as always. And uh, go ahead and enjoy yourself with some lobsters and whatever great seafood you get in Lobster. My, thank you. My pleasure to be on. So see you guys next. See you guys around. And last but not least, or maybe least, that professional football team in Landover, Maryland, or is it Ashburn, Virginia? Candy Waller of Seawall Sports and Entertainment is multiple places, including the Fast Lane on W226 BG Timberlake, WVGMAM Lynchburg, WMNA Gretna Danville Southside, and the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app, as well as across the Virginia Talk Radio and Network. Seawall, is this the week where Washington Commander fans can finally pop open the champagne as people expect Thursday to be the day? that the sale actually gets approved. Literally just before I jumped into the fast lane, I can tell you it is happening this week. It is absolutely happening this week. Um, Put those champagne bottles on ice, line up the parade. Definitely all signs leading to it is happening this week for certain. The financial, the NFL financial Board approval team has already kind of unofficially voted to recommend the approval of the sale of the Washington Commanders to the Josh Harris group. So buckle up, folks. It's all about to go down. This is the week that Commander fans have been waiting for. The next logical follow-up question, Seawall, is when you go to your various grocery stores around the D.C. area, are you going to be taking a peek down the aisle to see how much champagne is left or gone from those stores? 
Hey, literally, it just happened when I jumped into the fast lane of, yes, this is all happening this week. So I might want to take a trip to the to the store now to see what's in there before everyone gets that idea from you all. Well, hopefully we're not spreading too much and we encourage everyone to celebrate responsibly. If you're a Commander fan looking to celebrate the sale that uh, is all but guaranteed to go down later this week. Seawall, last one for you. One of the potential free agents targets off the market DeAndre Hopkins going to Tennessee the more logical one though is Dalvin Cook does that sale potentially expedite things in the commanders maybe getting back into the bidding process or are they still more of a back burner team to follow with others probably being at least at this juncture closer to the front I absolutely think the commanders are looking to get back into the kind of free agent market and see what seeing what's out there. They were definitely stalled because the sale was not complete. Another name that you might have already heard or we've discussed about, I believe that we did is Kareem Hunt and others as well. So just keep your eyes open because once this gets complete, as you all know, training camp starts next week. There definitely will be some um, further commanders news in and around free agency. Keep your eyes open and ears open as well. Seawall Sports and Entertainment, Candy Waller with us in the fast lane. Seawall, always great to chat with you. Thanks for breaking that news for us today and we'll keep a lock to Seawall SE on Twitter for more of your updates and insight. Absolutely. I'll be talking to you guys again soon. Candy Waller, Seawall Sports and Entertainment with us here in the fast lane. That will do it for us today. When we come back tomorrow, we'll have a look ahead to the Commonwealth Games opening ceremonies and main games weekend. Plus, local sports reporter Ben Cates in the fast lane Tuesday afternoon. In the meantime, keep it locked. Trey Lyle VT, his handles, Fast Lane Ed Lane, where you listen to podcasts and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Now, belatedly, but still time to go live.